Start a new transition in life, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing, or creating a brand new life. Be with us in Ponta Calhor Transition Channel. Episode 48, Fertility Empowerment Show Surrender with Ellen Catherine Shemal of Spiritual Wealth Catalyst. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel in YouTube and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon. Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power. Today we have a very interesting guest. Her name is Ellen Catherine Shomolov and she is the Spiritual Wealth Catalyst and guiding she's doing guidance to women to their higher purpose so sometimes it's not just your physical body needs to be healed you need more energy more potential uh, healing from inside that's what we are going to discuss today and welcome to our podcast ellen Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting to be here. Uh, Me too. I'm so excited to have you because we are going to uh, talk about this very interesting topic. And uh, I know the thing uh, we need for healing is not only physical. We need energy. We need to know what, what is missing there. So talk about yourself first and how you became wealth catalyst. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been told by many people before, people that I've worked with, even talked to just for one session, that they've had a jump start in their transformation. And uh, in my, my name, the energy behind my name, there's teacher and catalyst. And it made sense when I saw that. I said, oh my God, wow, like it makes sense why people always feel like they've already gone through something, some kind of transformation just by one conversation because it, it's like um, words activate certain memories and certain things in people. And um, I'm not saying that I'm an activator, but I, I feel like when I speak to people, there's something that helps guide them into understanding that there's more to life and that they're not just a human walking around, right, in a physical body, that there's more to them. And um, my, my life story has been about that. You know, like when I was a child, I knew that there were spirits around me and um, I didn't know who they were, what they were. I just had a knowing that I had spirits around me. And uh, I've always talked to God. I've always talked to angels. And I've always had like conversations about what I wanted and all that stuff. And, you know, just let it go. And um, now as I've gone through my journey in my own healing journey and remembering who I am and uh, remembering what my purpose is here right now in this lifetime, um, I, I realized that when we really embody our divinity, when we embody our, I call the divine goddess, when we embody our divine goddess, we are already spiritually wealthy. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, a lot of people, including myself, 
have always been talking about money and always wanting to build up more money and, and become rich and famous and blah, blah, blah. And I wanted to bring out to the world that you don't, wealth does not only encompass money. Wealth encompasses having a clear physical body that has the energy it needs, that has their divinity embodied. Like it's, it's, it's such a different life when you're living with your divinity, embodying your divinity. I can't even tell you how amazing it is when you can see things in such a different light than what a regular human perspective is. You know, the first time I talked to you, I really received this energy. I love it. I said, I have to uh, talk to you in the podcast because I can feel this like high energy from you. Can it really transfer to me? And I love that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the difference when you know that you are living with your purpose or you, you really find in your heart that you find your purpose or just and the different that you are just aimlessly living, just waiting for another day to come? When I was aimlessly living, um, my life was just, a total mess. I was drinking all the time, smoking all the time. I was um, just trying to find ways to numb out pain that I didn't even know was there. I was in complete denial that I had pain. And um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who feel the same way. They don't know that they're walking around with like all this heavy, tense energy in their bodies, but they're hating their life. They're hating their jobs or they're hating their coworkers. Yeah. They're just you know, miserable in where they are and they don't know that there's more. They can feel something and they don't know how to get it. So they just start numbing out the pain, which is what I did. And when I started to, I'm shivering just talking about this. Um, when I started to really understand um, on the spiritual side, that there was more to life and I started to see things in a different light, uh, I'm just going to say before I continue that part, that with the purpose, we are all living our purpose just by being alive and breathing. We are living our purpose. Like our purpose on, in this lifetime or in any lifetime is to come and to learn certain lessons, is to experience life. It's to, um, you know, go through different experiences and challenges and be able to overcome them and be able to walk through it without feeling like we're defeated. And uh, going back to the other portion, when you're living your mission, what I like to call it is your divine mission, because that many people who are light workers or star seeds, they're, they're the ones that come in with a lot of light in their body. And that means that they're just, you know, from the higher realms that are coming here to help humanity in some kind of way. They're here to make some kind of shift in the evolution of humanity. So when you're living your divine mission, as opposed to just your purpose, it's, it's such a blessing flowing. It's not just a blessing. It's like a flowing experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually going through my own transition right now um, because like I said, 
well, when we were talking on the phone, we were talking about life lessons and there are different, there are seven major life lessons that all our experiences, all our challenges would be categorized under one of them. Tell and there could why. be a bulk of them. Um, so one of them is control, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different emotions that are attached to it. And part of it is not trusting, right? Because why do we control? Because we don't trust that something's going to work out. Wow. Um, yeah. So um, there's like the foundation all comes from childhood. Every single thing that we literally experience in our adulthood comes from childhood. So when we are experiencing um, different emotions, mm-hmm. you can look at the emotion and say, oh, well, this is this, is this life lesson. Okay, I, I see what's going on here. I, I, I'm observing it now. And, you know, the life lessons could, the seven major ones, one of them is control. The other one is um, identity. That one is not as simple because I thought it was just as simple as, oh, you know that you're a spiritual being and, you know, on a soul level that you are, you know, light. So it's more than that. It's, it's knowing, um, and it's not so much doing labels. I, I know I, I don't really like the whole idea of putting labels, but at the same time, labeling where you're from, what star system or angelic realm or whatever, you know, soul family you're dealing with, um, makes it a little bit easier to understand where divine mission is because every star family has a different, um, mission. You could say we're all here to help humanity in some kind of way, but it's like the way we go around, it kind of works differently. Um, so it's interesting because when you start to unfold and, uh, you know, unravel all these experiences and understand where you're coming from, then you would be able to really know what your true, true identity is. Um, then we have, um, judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment is a huge life lesson. Um, because, you know, as you go through life and you're, you're looking at your situations, you're looking at all, you know, the people around you, yourself, you're always judging, right? The inner dialogue inside our heads. There's always some chatter there. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. So we always have these voices in our heads and we can't tell what it is, but we know it's judgmental. And then you can hear, maybe if you hear really, really carefully, you could hear the other voice saying something else, trying to deflate it. Um, most of the time, no, people don't hear it. Most of the time, because we're so inclined um, to not really be embodied of, with our divinity, we can really miss the, what people like to say, the intuitive voice, which I like to call the goddess or the higher self. You can really miss what the real voice is telling you. So then we have um, other life lessons. I don't know. Did you want to go through them or did you want yes, to four. talk more about? Go to four. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we spoke about those three and then there's unconditional love. Mm. Um, so we know that when you start to look at people and accept them for who they are instead of judge them. And when you can accept yourself for who you are and not judge yourself, 
you can learn to have unconditional love for everyone, including yourself. Um, and all these life lessons, as you go through them, I feel like they go in through phases, right? Because I started off with judgment and forgiveness. Forgiveness is another life lesson. I started off with judgment and forgiveness um, because I was judging myself so much. I was very critical and I was a perfectionist and perfectionism comes from judgment. And I was afraid that if I didn't get my work done properly, that I was going to be judged. And if it wasn't perfect, I was going to be judged. And like, you know, every little thing would be picked at and it would make my confidence go down because it's like, oh shoot, I messed up. I can't do this right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you start to like talk down at yourself and then beat yourself up for stupid little things. And then when I learned about judgment, I forgave myself for number one, judging myself all those times. And I forgave people around me that gave me that experience because now I'm walking around understanding that there's this experience for a reason. These people are not just trying to hurt me. They literally have their purpose. It's like my life is like a movie. I look at my life as I'm a, I'm a character, right? And all these other people are other characters just playing their role. They're not intentionally doing it. They're meant to do it. So whatever experiences we have in our life is literally meant to be experienced. The words that people say, it's like everything has been preplanned to the T. And I can't even explain how amazing this is because yes, we do have free will and we can go against the grain and that's fine. We will go against it. But then divine the divine will, our higher self will somehow get us back. If you're ready to receive it, mm -hmm. will somehow get us back on track. Mm -hmm. And then it'll be more divine will running the show. So how can we relate this to, um, I know women are struggling with fertility, mm -hmm. have lots of uh, breaking emotions inside they have a broken heart because of loss miscarriages and depression how can we relate these life lessons to them i know we up to now we went to four which was uh judgment at the end uh five yeah no yeah with forgiveness. With four. and then we go to five six seven if you can relate them to these kind of women, it's going to be perfect. Okay. So the, the conversation is mainly about control and surrendering, right? Mm -hmm. um, there is a, a lesson here in identity because you're saying loss and loss is under identity and forgiveness. Um, but I'm going to talk about divine will for a minute mm -hmm. because uh, a lot of the times, and this is why it's so important to know, number one, that you are a spiritual being in a physical body, right? So because you're a spiritual being in a physical body, there's the first thing you already know that there's a higher purpose for you, whether it's for you to have a child or not, there is a higher purpose for you. There is a mission there for you, and there are lessons for you to learn. So looking at your life as an observer 
when you can actually sit back and say, all right, I am trying to have a child and for whatever reason, this is not happening right now. And if you can look at that, it like just take yourself out of the picture and just look at your life on the big screen for a minute and just observe everything that's going on and try to have an understanding of where are you going? Is this meant to be for you? Is it not meant to be for you? I'll give you an example with my sister. I just spoke to her yesterday and um, she was, she's going through her own thing and she was talking to me about how she had this eye problem somehow last year when she lived in Texas, I'll tell you this, the backdrop, she's been moving around a lot. Like every year she's in a different place. So she finally got to Texas and she accidentally poked her eye with a fork and had to go through two surgeries to fix that. And ever since then, she's been living in massive amount of fear about certain things that are going on with her eye. She can't blink. If she blinks, she gets nervous. Her eye is dry. Yeah. And she's going through all of this stuff. And when I spoke to her yesterday, she was like, I wish this didn't happen to me. And I said, wait, look at your life for a minute. Can you tell me that if you didn't have the situation, you wouldn't be where you are right now? No, I wouldn't. So why are you hating the situation so much? Can you take a look and understand if the situation you're in right now is actually benefiting you in some way? It's not what you want, your ego personality, right? It's not what you want. It's, it's divinely happening because it's a way to get your attention to get the transformation that you need. And that is the same thing I'm going to apply to this situation because, you you know, we all our ego personalities. We live according to culture. We live according to what people tell us we need to do. We live according to what, you know, we're raised to see everybody wants children and blah, blah, blah. Maybe, maybe not. And if that's not part of your life, let it go. You don't know. Maybe it is part. Maybe it's not. But the ego personality is what's at play right now. And if your divine will and your life plan includes a child, listen to your higher self, the guidance that your higher self is giving you so that if it's telling you to do something that you never thought you would do, just do it because you don't know where it's going to get you. You really don't. And those little steps that seem not to make any sense, they make sense at the end because they lead you into a different path. I love it. And I see a lot of women, including me. The moment you let it go, it happens. Yeah. For years, women are struggling with this fertility issues. And suddenly after seven years, eight years, I don't know, 10 years, it happens. How does it happen? (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you the chemical part of it, Um, but I can tell you from the spiritual part of it, what I was just saying is when you let go, do you know what surrender does? Number one, it releases endorphins in your body because you are now allowing your body to relax. It's not stressed. 
the more stress you put on your body, it's not only the stress that you're putting on your body, but if your energetic field itself is with all this fear and anxiety and emotions, you are not going to manifest what you want. And when you fully can look at your life on that big screen and just say, all right, well, I've seen all the other things that has happened in my life and it's happened for my highest good because if this didn't happen, then X wouldn't happen. So I'm sure that this is going to get me somewhere. And I know, I, I can tell you, I understand 100% that when somebody wants something so, so bad, like having a child, it can take over your whole body and it's hard to hear. Like they probably think I'm crazy. I'll just like go. But if you just take that moment to take five deep breaths, when you're thinking this negativity right now, take five deep breaths and just picture your life right now being calm, being in that flow state so that you can embody your higher self. What does it mean to embody your higher self? You are literally like we are, like everything is energy, right? Everything. We are energy. Our physical body is energy. And we have an electromagnetic field, which radiates from our heart and from our brains. So we have this huge electromagnetic field that carries all of these fears and emotions and energy that just keeps us either at a low state or a high state. So when you're at such a low state, it is really hard for you to be able to manifest the good, higher things that you want. I love it. Yeah. So when your energy, right, because we're all energy, your higher self is the higher version of you. We all come here with guides. We come here with angels. We come here with a higher um, aspect of us that wants to live in our physical bodies and experience this world. And when you allow that, and it, all it takes is just doing um, is having intention and doing um, embodiment visualizations. When you can do that and really have that anchored into your physical body, you can really start to be the observer. Literally, you can start to observe everything and then have more of a flow state. And then that ego voice that you hear, you'll hear the ego voice, but then you'll also hear your higher self. And you'll be able to take the steps that the higher self is telling you to take. Because now you're trusting that the guides that you have with you, that your higher self just wants the best for you. So if it's telling you at the moment that you're freaking out about something, anything, and it's telling you go to the bathroom, just go to the bathroom. If it's telling you to go for a walk, go for a walk. Because you have no idea what it will do for you. You just know that you're being guided to do something. And that guidance is going to get you to the next step. And you will never... Higher self, angels, whatever, they will never give you the big picture. They, never. They will never tell you, you are going to do this, you are going to do that because of X, Y, and Z. They are just going to take you one step at a time. Ooh. Interesting. So let's just get back to those points then. Uh, you've been in five? Forgiveness. Yes. Yes. Okay. Five is forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have separation, which is the number one problem that everybody has. When I started my, um, sorry, my eye, 
when I started working with the life lessons, I was working with people who had IBS, um, people who have IBS, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, Mm -hmm. because I had IBS and IBS basically, um, is the doctor's way of saying (laughs) they don't know what the hell's wrong with your body. Right. They tell you, oh, you have irritable bowel syndrome, but we have no idea what caused it. Like there's, there's no, they, they literally do not know. They're still doing testing to understand where it's coming from. They don't know why people have IBS. And what I understood when I connected the, the life lessons, I was able to see not only the emotions, but what situations they went through in their life dysfunctional family, whatever it is, and where it resides in their body. And all the time, it went back to separation as the number one problem that people had with from IBS. Separation is not only with IBS. Separation is a major life lesson that literally I think everybody has to go through. Because what, what is separation? separation? Separation from what? Yes. So separation from source. So a lot of people who have abandonment issues, um, whether they were physically abandoned or emotionally abandoned, they have abandonment issues. That's in their physical life right now. But when we were disconnected from source, right, we feel like Uh, how do I say this? There's, there's a feeling of not being loved, not being home, not being um, where, we're, where we're supposed to be, right? You don't feel belonging to anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have that before? Me? Yes, because uh, not, not in this perspective, but because I immigrated from one country to another, then I've I've done two time immigration. So oh, wow. yes, I had this feeling that oh, is this my home? Should should I be here or you know this kind of thing? Yes. Yes. So we could feel it in many different ways, but the root root cause comes from separation. It comes from the illusion of us being separate from God. And that's why I say divine goddess, when you embody your divine goddess, you already understand and part of identity. This is how it all works together. Part of identity, you understand that you have a piece of source in you, which makes you a God. Mm-hmm. So literally every single human is a God. And if you are a God, you have the power to manifest. I'm not even going to say that word to create because manifestation takes the power away from you. Creation gives you the power. You have the power to create whatever it is that you want. And if it's part of your mission to bring in a child in this world, then when you are ready, you will have that opportunity. Some people they may want it now because they're following their ego guidance. They're following their ego personality because their ego personality is their, um, what they were raised with. It's what they were you know, taught to have and taught to want. And it could also be that the same story as it said about my sister. 
when you want something so bad and it's not happening for you, this is your opportunity to look deeper at what it is that is causing you to either want this so badly or why you're not getting it. And if control is the life lesson that you're supposed to learn from this, then learn it and allow it to flow and come to you when it's time. Because that, all the stuff that we hear about the physical body that you can't have kids and whatever it is, that is all, um, it can all be changed. There's nothing that stays and stamps that uh, us from not having a child. But if our energy changes, if we transform our life and our energetic field, we could literally change that whole whatever information they give you about genetics because it's not genetics love it. that that you know gives us what we want in our bodies and when you say oh well i, I you know you, you were predetermined to have this issue because it's all genetic it's not bruce lipton says and he's done a lot of you know his own scientific experiments that it's not the genetics that play a role it's the messenger. So if your body is constantly telling you, or if you're hearing from your senses and your, your environment that this is good or bad, it sends signals to your brain and your brain starts to produce those chemicals and cells saying that this is what is going to be for your life. And that's what you start to see. It's such a beautiful mechanism and it's so damn complicated to understand. But the, the basis here is energy. Exactly. Everything is energy. Yeah, when you change your energy, you can change your environment and your 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 reality. I love it. And what is seven <laughs> seven lesson learned? Divine guidance. Divine guidance. Yeah. So you see how it all works together? Sorry, oh, my hair is really like, related. I see, yeah. Yeah. They all work together, but they're in phases because without knowing that you are source energy you won't be able to have that power within you to be able to say, okay, well, now I understand that I'm not separate from God because I am a God. All right. So you have already identity and separation combined together because your identity is still going to be forming now that you are, you have that idea of you are a God, right? Because now you're going to try to understand, well, if I'm a God, well, what am I going to be doing? So you try to display this identity in your physical reality. And then you have judgment. Well, what if people judge me for it? And then you learn about judgment because the only person who is judging you is yourself. If you're judging yourself, who cares what other people are saying? Because you're a God. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you forgive yourself. You have compassion for yourself because you know who you are. You know that you're here for a reason. There's a spiritual thing. Everything is spiritual. Everything is energy. So then forgive yourself for being so hard on yourself because now you know the truth and now you know what you are and what your divine you know, mission is going to be, which is a huge step forward. And then you can forgive yourself for it. Yeah, and then you know that when you have all of that mixed together, then you have divine guidance. Mm. Divine guidance is helping you and it's always there and it's helping you to get through your life. And then you have your um, unconditional love because once you mix all of that together, you can say, whoa, so I don't have to judge people. 
I don't have to judge myself. I forgive myself. I forgive other people because I know what they were doing. And I am God myself. I am a God myself. So why, why do I need to hate anybody? If we're all part of this creation together, this is my soul family. I don't hate them. They're just playing their role in this physical world. It's okay. I know when I get back up into the angelic realm that everything's going to be all high and mighty and dandy and we're going to love each other again. So I love you regardless. Unconditional love. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to write a book about it. I know. I, you're already the fifth person to tell me about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love it. So Thank uh, you. do you have any program or any... Um, course anything that uh, can help my audience to reach their purpose um yes actually i am launching a pregame it's the goddess unleashed game mm -hmm. so the goddess unleashed pregame is like a prelude and people can take the information they learn from there to apply it by themselves or they can join the program afterwards, which is going to go in depth from everything that we learned in the pregame. Um, and that's a 12-week course, or it's not even a course, but I like to say uh, it's, it's kind of a class because I do more of a class style. I give assignments and I expect that people complete the assignments. <laughs> and um, there are certain books that I would um, offer them for, to read because they I believe that there are a lot of people out there that have really good information that has helped me. And I'd like to spread that to other people and guide them on how they can use that. And you so, have a podcast. I do. I have the blue blood wisdom podcast. I love it because um, that's one of the things that helped me to speak up. <laughs> you have the link. Um... I can send you the link. Yeah, I think I sent it to you. Yes. Uh, but I'm literally on a lot of um, platforms. Mm -hmm. So um, like I was saying, the Goddess Unleashed game is, the pregame is five days. Mm -hmm. It's only $49 to join. And they also get a free meditation that will guide that. It's not a meditation. I don't know why I keep saying meditation. It's a visualization. And that visualization, number one, is a three-in-one. It clears out their energetic field, as we were talking about. It clears out the energetic field from viruses, from fears, from anything that um, comes into their space. And then it, it creates their physical body, like it makes their physical body much stronger to hold more light. And then there's another part, which is the DNA activation, which is really light codes. It, it goes through a process of activating more light so that you can start to embody your divinity. And that helps you to be an observer, literally. I've had so many people who did the meditation. I had one person, I remember this one was amazing. She just lost her mother to COVID. And um, she was so distraught because she thought that she was the one that sent her the virus because she sent her a package. She's like, I don't know, I don't know what happened. And her mom didn't tell her that she was sick until last minute. So it was already too late. She passed away. When I gave her the meditation, I just was, I was literally guidely, divinely guided to give her the meditation. And um, she said after three days, she was smiling again. She wasn't depressed anymore. She didn't know what happened. Her husband was shocked that she was just not depressed. She felt actually guilty for a couple of 
times that how can she just, she lost her mom. How could she actually be happy? Um, but she noticed that she was much happier. And then I had another person, a couple other people who were um, listening to it. They right away said that they were, they were the observer when an emotion came instead of reacting they were able to look at it and say, hmm, okay, well, I have this emotion now. Hmm, I, I wonder what's going on here. And they just started looking at their whole life so differently once they started doing the meditation. So I like to say that this visualization slash meditation is a prelude to the pregame so that it can help you become more of the observer. Thank you so much. That's great. And then, yeah, and then the Goddess Unleashed game, which is an amazing walkthrough of where your current story is to your new story and how we're going to get you to your new story as the observer embodying your divine mission and understanding the seven life lessons. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no problem. Thank you so much. I'm really excited about this because you know, it's something that's been in the works for a while now. So do you have any suggestion for your last recommendation for women with fertility issues? I would definitely invite them to ask questions to their divine, to their angels. Angels and guides can't help you and they can't intervene until you ask. So I would maybe get internally, just take five deep breaths, belly in and out, and just clear their mind so that ego doesn't really speak too much and allow them to ask, what is my next step? Where do I go? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do? And just let the answer come. Sometimes the answers won't come right away because if we're too much attached to the answer, it won't come. The same thing as if we're too much attached to wanting a child, it won't come when you let go and just go about your day, get, have fun, do whatever it is that you want to do that's going to give you smiles and relax your brain, you'll start getting all these, what I call epiphanies. You'll start to just relax. And that's what happened when I was guided to do this podcast for the longest time. And I've been putting it on hold. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to talk. I don't want to do this. And then, um, I was on the trampoline, just listening to music and having a great time. And all of a sudden I just heard it. You have to record that because I started getting all these epiphanies. And I'm like, Oh my God. And I just heard it. You need to record this now. People need to hear this now. And I said, screw it. I went, I took my recorder while I was jumping and I just started talking and I was doing that so much that I was like, you know what? I don't want to be perfect. I don't have to be like other people doing everything so perfectly and whatever. I have this information and I'm going to send it out. And that's when I started my podcast. I let it go. I allowed it to flow. And I just listened to my divine guidance. Yeah, that's exactly with this podcast. You know, uh, it just popped into my mind right away. And I don't know, everybody asked if, if they can participate in this podcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> It's like yeah, it's, you happening. It it's happening without even planning. Like when yes. something just should happen in your life, it just happened. And uh, you have to control 
what is happening for you and uh, if you go with your purpose everybody in this world is uh, contributing to this cause that's yes. what i learned because yes. my, my initial cause for this was helping women with fertility issues and uh, really empower them to tackle their problems the, the way I always felt in my heart. For myself, I had these issues for years and then I didn't want other women have these struggles. Yeah, yeah, that's mainly what happens. You know, we go through certain issues um, or struggles and then we learn how we cope and we want to be able to teach other people that. That's mainly why a lot of people, they go through so many struggles because, hey, you're now the teacher of how to help other people be able to do that, whether you teach them through your books or you teach them through your podcast. If you're out there speaking up and helping people and doing whatever it is that you were meant to do, when you are guided to do it, it'll all flow the yeah. way, like you said, it flowed for your podcast. I love your talk <laughs> and I really enjoy it. Hopefully my audience also enjoyed your talk. Oh, I hope so. And uh, I am available if they have any other questions, if any of your audience would like to reach out to me, um, would you, do you want me to display my email here? Or do you want to display it? In no, I, I put it in, in the link as well. Okay. So they can email me with any questions and I'll be or more than happy. Because it's, it goes to podcasts. Maybe they're going to hear it as well. So yeah. It's Hello at Ellen, E-L-L-Y-N, Catherine, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E.com. So ellencatherine.com. Okay. And yeah, so if they have any questions, feel free to email me. And like I say on my podcast, I'm always open to answering whatever questions. And if there's any topics they want to hear me talk about further in my podcast or in yours as a guest, again, I would love to be able to do that. Thank you so much. Thank you for You're being welcome. Here. And thank you so much for having me here. Yes. Thank you. you. Have a great Bye. time. Thanks. Bye.